So this is my first podcast where I've sat in a home or sat in a room by myself and, and just recorded a podcast. Most of my podcasts prior to this have all been me interviewing people, but obviously we're kind of on this lockdown, shutdown because of the coronavirus. The big thing I, I really wanted to talk about is something that has really defined my life, and, and that's actually failure. Um, most people that follow me, know me, been around me, you know, see me as a very happy person, see me as someone that doesn't really get shaken easy, and probably also sees me as someone that things just always go his way. Um, and that's just, this is not the truth of my life. Um, and I want to go back early in my life to try to set up kind of a, a, another story and explain how, how I've really been able to redefine the word failure in my life. Um, and I want to take you back all the way to my childhood and share with you, anyone that's followed me for any time knows, and I talk about this quite a bit, that I actually failed kindergarten as a child. Um, I was actually called Willie Gardner, the kindergartner, believe it or not, for two years. Um, and, and, and a lot of, you know, when you look back at that moment, I essentially started failing the moment I entered the social world. And while most people that might have devastated them, luckily for me, I've always viewed it as a positive. Um, there's a lot of great things that came out of the fact. Now, I won't lie to you. It was a traumatic experience as a child, but I've been able to be retrospective about it and understand that there was a lot of good that came out of that. Um, and, and, and I'm going to keep going. I don't want to die. I don't want to like dissect that childhood experience so much. But, you know, in fifth grade, I was kicked out of the fifth grade. You know, I was a bad kid. I was considered dumb. I was dyslexic. I didn't read well. Um, most of my childhood, I was considered a bad child. Seventh and eighth grade, I failed every core class, reading, math, social studies, back-to-back -back years, and had to go to summer school. And, you know, by the time I got to the 10th grade, I actually dropped out of high school. I, went, I only went to high school for two weeks before I dropped out. I was going to Mesa High um, in Mesa, Arizona, and I dropped out within two weeks of, of being in the 10th grade. Now, up to this point, you got to figure I'm, I'm 16, 17 years old. The majority of my life, I, I, I've, I've been considered failure, a failure, sorry. I've been considered stupid. Um, you know, I've, I've been a bad kid. I've been kicked out of school. I've dropped out of school, um, which led me to actually getting in trouble with the law at a very, very young age. And I was sent to a military school as, as a 17-year-old. Um, and in military school, when I finally had some structure and some discipline, it was the first time I really succeeded at something, really ultimately was considered successful and the best at something. I was actually elected by the, by the school to be the commanding officer of the entire student body. And in the way the school works, it works in phases. So there's like phase one where it's like a very serious boot camp military school. Phase two is, you know, there's a little bit less rules. And then phase three, they kind of loosen it up. And then phase four, the students take all of the leadership and structure stuff that they've learned and they become and then uh, become the leadership of the school and run the school. 
as a part of you know the evolution of of, of, of the phases and I was chosen to be the commanding officer by the staff to run the entire school. And that was really the first moment where I was like, oh, I'm different, you know, maybe I'm not dumb, maybe I'm just different, you know, it was definitely a defining moment. Um, so I graduate the military school and I immediately get a job where I'm doing really well and I'm making lots of money. Now remember, I'm like a young soldier now, I'm fresh out of military school. I'm making hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm extremely successful at a young age. Um, I'm 18 years old. I, I met a Bulgarian man who owned a, a plumbing business um, who took me around the world, or not around the world, but around the United States, opening different offices. I was his right-hand guy, um, and he really, really taught me a lot. And part of it was, you know, I was kind of a misfit. I think he identified with that, but I had went to the military school. He understood that I was kind of like a little soldier at this point. And I really was, just did everything that he said without questions, you know, I understood that military command and he was kind of that general kind of guy, so it, it worked well. But I did leave that job and ultimately failed again. Um, so, you know, I went from failing for the first 17 years of my life to suddenly being successful and to then failing again. And I'll be honest with you, I, I thought that when I had achieved, you know, the military school part and the job with this guy, I did think in my mind that I'm never going to experience failure again. Like I'm just going to ride off into the sunset and forever be successful. And that's just not what happened. And within two years of that experience, I was actually homeless. So I actually lived in my car and was very 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 difficult period of time of my life um and I'll, I'll get in i'll do a separate podcast about this period because that's where i went through like a very spiritual journey and found myself but i, I want to stay focused on on failure and, and i'm trying to set up a, a bigger story so I'm, i don't want to get bogged down into the whole details of each part of my life um but as i came out of that about 23 24 years old I pretty much from 24 to 20, I would say 23 to 32, almost a decade of my life, pretty much had significant success in my career, always made $100,000 a year, drove a nice car, lived in a nice apartment, um, you know, overall had a good successful run in corporate life. As I, as I came out of that and I went through that spiritual journey, I went back out into the world clearing who I am and what my unconscious and conscious thought patterns and, and went into the world and, was, and, and had a certain level of success for a sustained period of time. Um, but at the age of 32, I gained quite a bit of weight. Um, you know, I was kind of a chubby guy because I had really put in my career uh, over everything. I valued my career over my personal relationships, over my personal health. My career was the single most important because getting that financial success back and appearing successful was the single most important driving thing from my early 20s to early 30s. Um, and then I decided that I needed a lifestyle change and I signed up to do a fitness competition. And this is probably about 2013 now, probably about 32, 33 years old. I can't remember exactly, but um, 
I, I contacted a guy by the name of Kelly Schmidt. He's actually still my friend. We, we still talk quite a bit. Um, and I reached out to him on Facebook and he was kind of known as the men's physique kind of guy in, in the Arizona market at the time. That, that bodybuilding world, men's physique, men's bikini was just kind of taking off. And lots of people that were not necessarily in the bodybuilding world were starting to do competitions. It was becoming a little bit more mainstream, social media, like that whole era. And I looked at that and said, wow, you know, I really, I really can't just go to the gym. I'm, I'm an all or nothing kind of person. So I'm either going to go all in and do a competition or you're not really going to get me to focus um, and just get in shape for the sake of getting in shape. So the competition was a great idea for me. And I was really one of those people that um, did the whole, I'll start in the new year, new me, I'm going to do a transformation. And I did it though. I did stick it through. I spent about four or five months training with Kelly and there was something simultaneously happening at this exact moment in my life as I was starting to train with Kelly. Um, I was number one, changing my social life because to do a fitness competition, you have to live a very regimented life. And I think that regimented discipline life brought back that military mindset of the focus, the singular focus that I had in military school that I shined so well. So it was bringing that out at me. Um, the other part was, is I, I just didn't go out. I didn't party. I didn't hang out with as many people because I needed to focus on this competition. And I had more time to myself to really look at like, what do I really want to do with my life? And I really had felt at this point that I should start my own business. Um, and I'd shared it with uh, a former colleague who all said, why don't we do a partnership together? You know, the sales marketing business side, and it was a plumbing company at the time. And I know the operational side, we should do this together instead of doing it separately. And I was like, yeah, you're right. We should. Um, and so there was a simultaneous track that was happening in my life. As I was getting closer to the competition, me and this guy were getting closer to starting a partnership and opening a company together. And I promise there's going to be a point about failure here soon, but let me just set up the story well. Um, and so, so I'm training for this and there was something very specific that Kelly was telling me, um, that didn't click at the time, but it did resonate with me and it didn't click till later. As he would always say when we were training is, you know, on the other side of failure is where the magic happens. It's where the growth happens. Now, usually we would be 45 minutes into the session. I would be dead tired. He'd be pushing me. And at this point we would just be, you know, doing some reps, working out where we're pushing past the point of failure. And, and just to, anyone that doesn't understand this is, you know, to make your muscle grow, you have to push it to the point of failure. You know, it has to fail and then you have to keep going. That's how you grow the muscle. And that's ultimately how we grow as humans. You know, you have to fail at some point and reach as far as you can go and then go a little bit further. And then that's where that little, those extra magical reps, whether you're doing it or someone's helping you do it is, is where you ultimately get the growth at, or at least that's the concept behind it. Um, 
And at the time, it wasn't clicking in that way. It, it did resonate with me like, yeah, we're growing, you know, but I wasn't correlating it to my life at that time. Um, and as I completed the competition and I did do the competition, I wasn't very competitive. I'm not going to sit here and brag about my, my fitness journey. I was, I was at best, uh, I was able to get on stage, but I wasn't really a, a real competitor in that world. But it was a life-changing experience. <clears throat> At the time, I thought it was just the physical and, you know, some of the mental disciplines and the, the knowing the good foods and bad foods and all the different stuff that was coming with the competition. I didn't understand the psychological change that had happened in me until me and this other business partner had decided to go into business with each other. And along the way, we shifted towards starting a business to buying a business. Now, he was a little bit better financially at the time. And his finances were in a better position to buy the company than I was. So we had actually made an agreement that he would buy the company and then I would come on as a partner, such and such. But ultimately, I got cut out of that entire deal. Now, I had actually left my job based on this deal that we were doing. And when he cut me out of that deal, I was left with no money, no job. I wouldn't say no money, but no income coming in. Um, I did have savings, but there was no actual income and I just went through this physical experience of changing my life through the fitness competition and I was left with nothing. My career was gone and I had quit a really good job for a really good company, making a good salary. Um, and it was the first time in my life. Now, the reason I set up all the failures prior to that is because I think I unconsciously have always understood um, that even when I fail, things are going to be okay. You know, going back to failing kindergarten and being called Willie Gardner, the kindergartner, and carrying that with you. I'm now 30-something years old. I understand, like, it's not the end of the world, right? And that's a pretty monumental failure at a very young age uh, to fail kindergarten, right? Like every time I tell that story, people are like, how did you fail kindergarten? You know, don't you have to take naps and color inside the lines? I'm like, clearly I wouldn't sleep and I refuse to color inside the lines. But, <laughs> um, so the, I'll try to stay on track. Um, so, uh, you know, the point of telling that background is to say that while I may have unconsciously always been able to overcome my failures prior to this point, I'd never consciously, in the midst of failing, been able to explain in my own way, okay, that this is where the magic happens. This is where the growth happens. And even when Kelly was saying this to me in our trainings, I never interpreted it that way. It was just in the middle of this monumental failure now because people, everybody had known I was going to do this business. It wasn't like it was a secret, like my parents knew, my friends knew, everybody knew. So, you know, it's a shot to the ego. Um, I had built up this career of being a successful person for 10 years. I had just done this fitness competition. There was all this momentum in my life at this moment, just boom, failure, right? End of story. You failed. This is not happening and it's over for you. And it was the first time in the middle of a failure that I was able to say, okay, this is, this is where the magic happens. This is where the growth happens. I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm clearly going to grow from this experience. And psychologically, 
for me to be able to accept that in the moment, the period from failure to recovery to getting back on track was so much faster because I was more aware in the moment that the things that were going to start coming my way was the growth and was the change. Within five days to a week of that, I accepted a job. I was living in Mesa, Arizona at the time, or, or Scottsdale, Arizona, I would say. Um, I actually moved to San Diego. I accepted a job to be the VP of marketing for a very large plumbing company. Um, they paid for my move. I lived in downtown San Diego. I lived. It was, a, it was an amazing experience. Um, and within 10 to 12 months of that, I actually started my first business, which was not a plumbing company, but it was a marketing company for plumbing companies. And that took me on another run that led to me making millions of dollars. Now, there's forks in the road in everybody's life. And right now I'm, I'm doing this podcast in the midst of this whole coronavirus. And a lot of people are experiencing moments of failure and not due to their own choices, but sometimes failure has nothing to, you can't control it. It just happens. It's life. We all go through it. No one is immune uh, from loss or failure. Um, we're all going to experience it. Some people have lost their jobs and they're probably not going to get it back after this is over. But if you can consciously choose to use this moment in your life and understand that when you fail, that is where the growth happens. That is where the magic happens. And that has allowed me to function in the world in a much different way because when I met with failure... Don't get me wrong, I'm a human being. I'm not saying that I'm immune to the emotional experience of failure. You know, that that would be that would be misleading to say that I don't feel disappointment when I fail. But I am consciously able to look at that moment and say to myself, "All right, this is this is where the magic's going to happen. This is where the growth's going to happen." And it's a lot easier to look back on moments and see how the dots connect. But it's even, you know, harder, I would say, in the moment to say, okay, I see how this is going to work out for me. And I'm going to choose to believe that this is where the growth is going to happen. This is where the magic is going to happen in my life. Um, and that that's really, you know, I don't want to drag this on too much longer, but that was really... What I wanted to share is that I have been failing since I was introduced to the social world. And I failed from probably, I don't know, when you get into kindergarten, 6 to 32. And unconsciously understood that things do work out. Because I did experience failure so young. So I am blessed with that. And that's why I don't view... Um, the experience as a child so negative because I wouldn't have been so well adapt to accept failure and be able to move on so easily if I didn't experience it so young. But what I feel like changed is when I was able to consciously accept failure and consciously choose to see it as a positive and consciously choose to see that this is where I'm going to grow, this is where the magic's going to happen, and something amazing is going to happen. So this is my 
first podcast and I'm not sure how to end it as I go down this, but I think that kind of encapsulates what I really wanted to say. Um, and I hope it resonates with people. I hope that, uh, you know, if, if you're listening to this and you actually listened all the way through that, if anything I can tell you is that, you know, success and failure are equally passing moments in time. You're going to have success and you're going to have failure. There's no way around it. It doesn't matter who you are. Imagine some of the most successful people in the world are failing right now. <clears throat> they're not, they're not having that sustained level of success. So if you can choose, you know, to, to see that this is where you're going to grow, that this is where the magic can happen in your life, trust me, it will turn around much faster. So that, that is my first, um, podcast and I picked a subject that I, I felt like, um, people might be interested in, in listening to, and I hope that it was good and I'm going to sign out now and thank everybody for listening to my podcast.